0: from mendocino county public broadcasting this is the kzyx news for friday march 26th i'm lana cohen
1: we come down lighthouse road which is uh, right at the the doorstep of the Point Arena Lighthouse. And we go out on a bluff. And what's ideal about this location is you drive two miles out. And so you're literally almost two miles into the ocean. So it makes viewing the whales excellent, an excellent viewing spot. And we sit out there with our binoculars and we watch for blows. What you want to see is when the whales exhale, it's called a blow. And that's our first indication that a whale is swimming by.
0: That was Teresa Mercer, a biology teacher of 35 years and a whale watcher. When the weather is favorable, Teresa, who goes by tree, and her husband Scott drive out to the end of the Point Arena Bluff, where they position themselves above the shoreline in two camping chairs, which they place pointing south out to sea. Snacks at the ready and binoculars in hand, they settle in for a four to seven hour stint of whale watching. The Mercers are whale watching experts. They spend thousands of hours a year peering into the wild turquoise blue ocean, observing the whales as they travel north and south off of the rocky Mendocino coast, recording whale numbers, movement, and anything out of the ordinary.
1: Now most of our day is spent just sitting on on the bluff looking into the ocean and counting whales and... But sometimes we're lucky enough to see other species like dolphins and, um, of course, the sea lions, harbor seals, porpoise. It's been amazing.
0: The Mercer's contribute to a census of the global gray whale population. Scott and Tree watch for grays almost every day during the creature's migration, which takes months as the species travels from their warm, shallow breeding grounds off the Baja California peninsula 5,000 miles up to their Arctic feeding grounds. Tree said that right now, the 42 to 49-foot, 90,000-pound whale is in the middle of that trip, moving
1: right past Mendocino's shores. Mid-March, we found that this is the peak of the northern migration for this area. On Monday, March
0: 22nd, the Mercer saw 16 northbound whales.
1: The gray whales are now on their way back to their summer feeding grounds in the Arctic, and they feed up there in the Bering, and the Chukchi, and the Beaufort Seas. So they've been in the lagoons in Mexico, where they have given birth. The pregnant females give birth there, and they also mate there before they make the long journey back.
0: Scott, who has been studying marine mammals for almost five decades, explained that he and Tree have been tracking whales off of the Point Arena Bluff since 2014, when they started their whale-watching operation, which they call Mendonoma Whale and Seal Study.
2: In 2014 was our first season here, and we decided that um, we would spend our time, if we're going to spend our winters out here, which now is about seven months of the year, we would... Monitor the gray whale migration going by here because we knew that whales go by and that they're pretty accessible.
0: Most years, the Mercers work with other gray whale counters along the West Coast. Together, they track the species along their entire migration route to create a census of the gray's population. But, like everything else, COVID put a wrench in the usual system. One whale watching program run out of Point Vicente, which has been around for more than 30 years, had to shut down during the pandemic leaving a gaping hole in the census. The Mercers said that as far as they know, they are the only whale watchers continuing with regular programming this year. All of the information that whale watchers collect can help scientists piece together a story about the health of the ocean and the entire planet, which is always important, but especially so in the era of climate change. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, scientist Justin Weisbeck said that the gray whale waters up and down the coast play a crucial role in tracking the health of the species population.
2: They're usually the first ones to kind of notice and alert us to any trends that may be changing.
0: Generally, the gray whale population is healthy, but the species has been experiencing an unusual mortality event since 2019, meaning that an abnormally large amount of grays have been found stranded, washed up on shore, often emaciated or injured. Weisbeck said that his team at NOAA hasn't found a direct link between climate change and the unusual mortality event. But they are looking into if and how changing ocean conditions in the Arctic are impacting the
2: greys. One of the big questions up in Alaska is what is going on with the feeding grounds up there? There's lots of changes going on with ice and territories.
0: The gray whales don't eat during their migration or in their breeding grounds. So for most of the year, they rely entirely on the fat reserves they build up in the summer. Here's Weisbeck again.
2: How emaciated are some of these whales when they're making their trip back up to Alaska and to their feeding grounds? Quite a long ways for these animals to go, and they really have to be smart about how much food they're putting in the tank, so to speak, because there's really not a lot of places to refill the tank along the way. So once they leave, they've got to make it down and back on that pretty much one tank of gas.
0: Whale watchers like Scott and Tree help answer some of these questions.
2: The more information that we have regarding these animals at various points in their migration, the more of a complete picture that we're able to look at and determine how the population is actually doing.
0: For KZYX News, I'm Lana Cohen. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.